This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for the week ending Friday the 30th of September 2022. Presented to you this week by Ollie Wilson. I'm a farm trader based in the southeast. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. MyFarm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a MyFarm account you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk forward slash myfarminfo. Links to more information about MyFarm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. World wheat markets continued to rise this week, driven higher by heightened tensions between Russia and Ukraine. Threats to the longevity of the safe Black Sea export corridor amidst the increasingly aggressive rhetoric from the Kremlin has encouraged further short covering and speculative buying of wheat futures. Over 210 vessels carrying agricultural produce have now left Ukrainian Black Sea ports since the UN brokered deal was signed with Russia. But there is increasing doubt the deal will extend beyond the expiry of the initial agreement in November. UK prices were also sharply higher. May 2023 London wheat futures traded back up to £300 a tonne for the first time since the 20th of June due to a sharp decline in the value of sterling in foreign exchange markets. The Conservative government's mini budget last Friday shocked financial markets and sent the sterling into a freefall. It dropped as much as 6% against the euro before the Bank of England provided some element of intervention and support. Looking ahead, Persistent rain is delaying the planting of the 2023 Russian winter wheat crop, which could result in a lower planted area. The pace is at a nine-year low and more rain is in the forecast. Putin said farmers are amongst those drafted into the Russian military this week, which added a further challenge. This week, the Buenos Aires Grains Exchange made its first 2022-23 wheat and corn production estimates amidst a prolonged period of drought. Wheat is expected to fall to just 17.5 million tonnes, which is below the USDA's estimate of 19 million tonnes in its September World Agricultural Supply and Demands Estimates report. Corn estimates from Buenos Aires Grange Exchange are further adrift for the USDA's down at 50 million tonnes, which compares to the 55 million tonne figure in the September World Agricultural Supply and Demands Estimates report. Last season, Argentina produced a record wheat crop of 22 million tonnes and it provided sufficient volumes to export 16.5 million tonnes of wheat, which coincidentally is the 2022-23 wheat production estimate from the Rosario Grains Exchange. Over 50% of the wheat area is suffering from drought, with no meaningful rain in the forecast. EU wheat prices have enjoyed the benefit of a wheat euro that touched its lowest point when compared with the US dollar since June 2002, and Paris wheat futures touched their highest level since last June. Euro weakness has helped EU wheat aggressively compete in export markets, and official shipments have reached 8.8 million tonnes. However, 
the vessel count for each EU exporting country takes the total to 9.67 million tonnes, which is a third of the EU wheat surplus shipped with less than 25% of the season gone. Latest Russian wheat export estimates suggest an increasing pace with September estimates at 4.3 million tonnes, 800,000 up on the August figures. Now let's turn our attention to what's been happening with barley this week. This week, feed barley struggled to keep pace as wheat prices firmed, and as a result, the discount between feed wheat and barley has widened. The weaker sterling has meant that UK feed barley exports are now competitive into Iberian demand. Malting barley premiums have come under further pressure this week and are squeezed by the firming feed barley prices. UK domestic buyers appear well covered with any buying interest limited to the new year. The weaker sterling has supported export malting barley prices and narrowed the spread between UK domestic and UK export values. UK malting barley continues to attract a premium to Scandinavian barley due to its higher nitrogen content, but the UK surplus of malting barley continues to look weighty. Taking a look now at oilseed rate. In recent weeks, global oilseed markets have continued to slide with concerns currently around demand rather than supply. The rapeseed market is dealing with a bumper global crop of around 73.5 million tonnes, which is likely to exceed any rise in demand as there's no extra demand from China or from European biofuel manufacturers. Despite this large production estimate, there has been speculation of a reduction in Canadian yields this week which has given rapeseed prices some short-term strength. The market will be keenly watching for some confirmation of Canada's production figures, although the final results will be unlikely to cause any shortages in supply. Outside of rapeseed, the focus for the next cycle of soybeans now switches from the US harvest to South American production, where crops are not yet fully planted and weather conditions remain benign. Any changes to current weather patterns will potentially support the oilseeds market. In the background of all oilseeds markets, the demand of the biggest global importer, China, remains unknown. And there are concerns around the possibility of widespread lockdowns again this winter, which could impact China's demand for soybeans and other oilseeds as its consumer demand falls. Moving on to pulses now. In the turbulent market, bean values have finally seemed to pull away from following London wheat futures. The market is at last realising that with lack of buying interest for human consumption, beans, the feed heap in the UK gets bigger. Some consumers did buy feed beans at the beginning of the week when the sterling fell dramatically against the dollar, but it was not sufficient new demand to keep beans values from falling relative to wheat. There is still a lack of vessels taking the surplus away in nearby positions, so further falls in spot values are expected as growers look to sell in the traditional pre-Christmas period. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. There has been fluctuations in prices, particularly for urea in the last seven days, and this is mainly due to the exchange rate with the sterling weakened against the dollar. The sterling dropped to $1.04 at its lowest level recently, but is slowly recovering, is at $1.12 at the time of writing. Despite this, urea, treated urea grades, still remain the best buy for nitrogen sources and offer later delivery months. The previous Indian tender was expected at 1.2 million tonnes and fell short at 874,000 tonnes. A 
A further tender for 2.5 million tonnes is imminent and is in conjunction with continued demand from other parts of the world, which maintains the pricing levels on farm. The UK market has seen limited volumes of granular ammonium nitrate become available, creating an interest in buying activity, and imported AN is still an option for growers. Please speak to your Frontier representative for advice and information. As cereal drilling continues or is imminent across the UK, growers with certainty around their crops and those that have additional requirements for the season took the opportunity this week to book tons against the latest offers available from UAN suppliers. These more recent offers were a marked increase on the initial value seen over the summer and available nitrogen and nitrogen sulphur tonnages were limited. Terms are expected to be withdrawn with a POA position in place as October arrives. As with nitrogen, the exchange rate also affects the phosphate and potash market. Therefore, the drop in the sterling supports current pricing levels and prices remain stable. The demand, however, remains steady as growers begin to continue to drill and wait on some certainty that the crops look healthy on emergence before they commit to purchasing input. This was Frontrunner for the week ending Friday the 30th of September 2022. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information, as well as to our blog and socials, can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thanks for listening.